Lives of our saints. Our church celebrates the feast day of Saint Joseph of Arimathea. The following are some details on his life and works. Joseph was not only a leading religious figure, but a man of means as well, the combination of which might have precluded his acceptance of Jesus, but which served only to cause him some hesitation before acknowledging wholeheartedly the Son of God. St Luke declares, And behold, there was a man named Joseph, a counsellor, and he was a good man, and he was just. And he was from a city of Arimathea, who also waited for the kingdom of God. St Luke pays tribute to him by saying, This man went unto Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body be delivered to him. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had honed out of a rock. Only the rich could afford to have a tomb carved out of stone prepared for them. It was therefore no small gesture when Joseph offered what he thought would be the final resting place of the Messiah little knowing that within three days the great tomb would be empty and that in the centuries to come this tomb would become the holy sepulchre, the most sacred shrine on earth. This gesture served to remove all doubt from the minds of the sceptics who had doubted that this man of means and conviction had turned his back on the ancient covenant to embrace Jesus, a humble carpenter. For a public figure whose prestige was considerable to walk away from an ancient way of life to take up the challenge of the new faith, required more than an awareness of the truth. It also required courage, which Joseph had in abundance, as he was to prove many times over in his service to the Saviour. He gave much more to the Saviour than a hole carved in a rock. He gave the rest of his life. Joseph joined with St Philip and a dozen other apostles in an arduous and dangerous journey to the faraway island off the European coast, which is now known as England. Along the route, the group stopped in many communities, some of which greeted them or treated them with civility, and others of which either ignored them or told them to keep moving. Undaunted, the group finally reached the English coast, after having having won many converts along the way, whose numbers were to swell with missionaries who were to follow. The missionaries were at first eyed with suspicion, but they made steady, if slow, progress. Another obstacle was the overt hostility of the reigning chief, who went so far as to cast the apostles into prison, yielding at last to the pleas of converts for their release, but only under the condition that they were to restrict themselves to an area designated by him. The area turned out to be not much better than swampland, now known as Glastonbury, to which the magnetism of Christianity drew many of the natives. A chapel was erected in the name of the Archangel Gabriel, a favourite of St Joseph, who lived out his remaining days there and was buried in what is now known as Avalon, thousands of miles from the tomb he gave to Jesus many years before.